All right, let's switch our focus to commodities and bring in Bill Baruch, president of Blue Line Futures. Bill, thanks so much for joining us today. Good to have you back on the network. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to join you. So we're uh, switching gears here and talking about crude, which first had a two-day sell-off, and now it's back up, what, trading around $89 a barrel, maybe on the hope that China will finally ease these COVID restrictions once and for all, although maybe not. Uh, just in terms of your outlook, though, for oil, where does it go from here, given supply-side issues and the overarching threat of a recession? Yeah, I think the, the fluid situation here, you know, throughout the week and last has been that, that China COVID cases uh, in, in the reopening. I, I think that you're, you're seeing this reopening being a target, and, and that's underpinned commodities, especially things like copper. Uh, I think crude's definitely benefited from it, um, but there's it hasn't been a clear path. I mean, copper has been a whole different story. I mean, it's just been skyrocketing from very suppressed levels. Crude hasn't been as suppressed, but um, you know, like last night there was record cases or the most cases in China since uh, since April. Uh, but you know, they were able. The market was able to power through. You had some comments from from some regulators saying they want to support the economy, uh, and then there's some loosening of COVID restrictions. So it's been sort of a back and forth, but also there was comments from uh, the Saudi oil minister this morning um, that that they they don't really alluding to being cautious about bringing production back online. So I think that helped underpin today's rally. Still, there's a lot of resistance up in 90 bucks, and that's going to be sort of an inflection point going forward. Still, $90 oil is pretty high. So just want to get your take on, on inflation and this week's inflation data especially. Do you think that we've seen the peak at this point? The market certainly seems to think so. Yeah, this may be peak, peak inflation for this sort of uh, you know cycle. I, I, I would imagine that it, uh, you know we may get a, a jump up in the spring or something, but we were really expecting something to start rolling over, whether you know it happened this week or, or happened in the, in the coming months. Uh, it's definitely a nice sign, and, and the fact that uh, you're starting to see things like um, uh, services, less shelter, actually disinflate. There was a number of of, uh, of, of components like uh, apparel, air, airfare. Um, you know, just couldn't go down the list. That all showed uh, disinflation. So that's definitely a positive. Um, you know, considering the, that the Fed has had quite a bit of success this year in suppressing what they could control, they can they have defined that they can suppress the stock market. You know, reducing liquidity, tightening rates. They can suppress commodities in doing that too. Uh, you know, there's been a bludgeoning across the commodity space. So the fact that they're able to see uh, some shelters start to at least not increase, it didn't increase month to month. I think that's a bright a bright spot here. Um, it it doesn't. It's not enough to say, hey, stop hiking rates. I think they, they're still going to hike 50 in December. It may allude to only uh, hiking 25 in February. And that's that's going to be a, a good, you know, a good a good portion, a good part for the market, you know, a good chapter here as, as things unfold, because it's going to allow everything to sort of sink in. Um, I would imagine the stock market is able to rally overall through this. It's a very seasonally bullish time of year. So there's a lot of tailwinds all working here at once. And, and I guess I'm just walking out this week saying there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we're not in the clear, but but it's it's much brighter than it was when we started the start of the week. Yeah, it certainly seems like it's not so much what happens at the next meeting, but more so about how high. But we have some veterans walking in on the floor. If you can hear the uh, the clapping and excitement, that's what it's for. Um, but it, yeah, not so much of what happens at the next meeting, but how high the Fed ultimately goes. Do you think at this point the bigger risk is tightening too much or too little? 
I mean, the Fed's going to say tightening too little is the biggest risk. I, I think right here um, in the near term, tightening too much could be the biggest risk. Uh, but in the long term, maybe tightening too little. I, it's a, that's a tough balance to say. Um, I, I like to you know, sort of react to what the market does. It's always nice to predict. It's nice to be right when, when you have, your predictions are right and, and sort of. Uh, but it's it's the real goal is to make money in the market and, and kind of you know keep a heartbeat on what does the market want me to do here or, or what is it telling us it wants to do. Um, so for now, I, I think that we were in September. The terminal rate was 4.6. Um, expectations of terminal rate had risen as you know four and a quarter, I mean five and a quarter, five four, five and a half. Uh, they were sort of just sort of just rising. And um, this now gives us light in the, in the tunnel. After they hike hike 50, they'll be at four and a quarter, four and a half. Uh, in December, maybe another 25 in December, we, they could pause with the terminal rate below 5%. And, and if we do get shelter to roll over, that OER components start to roll over in the first quarter, we may not have to see more rate hikes. So it, it's, it's you know what? I mean, everybody's really, really negative right now. Uh, and I'm using this as a, as a sort of positive. I mean, I imagine a world where, you know, you got this, you got OER, you got you know, inflation sort of now potentially being contained. Um, you know, you, you could see the economy not be as bad. They're looking at what, I think 4% Atlanta Fed GDP for quarter four. Um, there is some real, real bright spots that we could get out of this. The Fed doesn't have to press forward, you know, on the gas here. And uh, it could be a pretty, you know, not so bad first half of the year. And the stock market sort of continues to rebound. All right, I'm getting the wrap signal. So, Bill, 10 seconds. Tell us what you'd buy in this market right now, seeming like you're a little bit positive. I'm not. I'm not buying anything new today. I mean, we we took so we took our bets coming into this week, and, and we were buying tech. I've been very adamant about buying tech. I, I said if we didn't close above 11,800 in the Nasdaq, I'll start reducing deltas in the portfolio. Um, I, you know, I've gotten a lot out of. I've cut out a lot in the commodity fund here today. Kind of see where we are to start next week with a clean slate. But um, you know, we're we're pretty we're all invested here in the portfolios um, for the, on the wealth side, and we're gonna let this let this continue to ride for a bit. Have to leave it there. Bill Baruch, president of Blue Line Futures. Thanks so much.